so hi guys i know it has been a very very long time um i hope to not always start my podcast like that um but we're getting there we're getting in the swing of things and we're we're in the realm of progress so that is good so today's podcast we are going to be talking about seeing a project to completion so we're going to get into it and I'm going to give you all the good stuff on so like I said guys I'm here to give you all the good stuff um but also give you a quick update so it's been just under a year I think since I recorded my last podcast maybe about 10 months ago um and a lot has gone on I started a YouTube channel which is really exciting I was working a lot um to save up for the investments of what that takes I traveled to Kenya and I worked on some projects while I was out there which is the vein in which this podcast sits because actually stemming from those two points in one of my first videos it wasn't my first video it was my third video or fourth video it was my fourth video um, it was kind of like a 2017 reflection and that would have been a really good um, handoff if you guys haven't kept up to date with me or you don't follow me on social definitely watch that video because I was just kind of reflecting about some of the things that had gone on in my past um, year and some of the things that I wanted to see as we walked into 2018 and now being the middle of 2018 I feel like it's more appropriate than ever to be coming back with this podcast to be able to share with you guys just one of those points extracting one of those points and I did actually say in the video that I wanted to kind of expound on them so one of those points taking one of those points and expanding on them and talking about how I saw a project to completion in 2018 and sharing with you guys my tips on how to do the same. I really want to hear how you guys' journeys are going. Please hashtag me, Chantel Carrier, on Instagram, DM me, um, Snapchat me, uh, Facebook message me. I just want us to be in this journey together because we're here to create something out of nothing and order out of chaos and to make a difference in this world. And you guys are my life partners in the business of entrepreneurship. So please let me know how things are going on your end. What have you guys been up to? What projects have you seen to completion? Share, share, share. So, um, so in 2018, in July, to June of 2018, sorry, I saw a project to completion and it is so surreal to say, the whole Kenya story is actually on my YouTube. Um, why I went to Kenya, or rather what the passion is behind me in Kenya. And I feel like a lot of my entrepreneurship is going to be taking place in Kenya. And so if you wanted to know a bit more about my backstory of entrepreneurship, definitely go and watch that video. So while I was in Kenya, I was working on a very special project one of which I try to keep completely off of social media just because um, I felt like there are some things that need to be done in secret and actually that's one of the points that we're going to be getting into. I was working on a specific film project. I'm not going to go into so much detail about what it was. Um, You guys will see it when it comes out. I'll just tell you a bit about how I came into the place of 
realizing this project so basically i knew that i was going to kenya in march of 2018 i booked my ticket the beginning of march 2018 and it was a scary time because i didn't know what i was going to go do and again go watch the video if you haven't already but you would know that between 2016 and 2018 i hadn't gone to kenya and previously in 2016 i had stayed there for five months in an attempt a stint to live in kenya so me going back there was kind of like wow i'm going back to face all the people that i told that i was coming back and never came back and um, more importantly i'm going there to face what i feel like is a a huge part of my future and so for me it was kind of like where do i go with this what do i do i need to go back and prove myself i need to go back and do something and it wasn't really proving myself for other people it was proving myself for my own sake you know and i felt like Whereas before I had gone and I had spent five months and I feel like I had kind of just assimilated into the culture, networked, um, not really kind of had so so much substantial um, evidence to show of a project that I had brought to fruition. This time round, I knew that I wanted to give myself a time limit and say that I'm going for this amount of time to achieve this particular task or this particular project. March of 2018, I booked my ticket, apprehensively so, I booked my ticket. I flew out in June of 2018, the 5th of June 2018. I flew out on the 5th of June 2018. Between March 2018 and June, the beginning of June 2018, I sat down with a friend of mine who is based in Kenya and who at the time I thought I was going to work with while I was out there and I said right let's sit down and let's come up with some ideas what can we do when I come out there I need to know this this was two months so I had March I had all of March and I had all of April and I had all of May so I in fact actually maybe I had let's say two and a half months at the time so we sat down in the initial meeting and um, fleshed out some ideas and that is one of the key tips that I would say and we sat down and we fleshed out the ideas we kind of just did a brainstorm of everything that we could possibly think of a month rolls by and we're kind of keeping each other accountable but kind of not we have a, we have a month check-in day and I had a list of tasks that I was supposed to do people that I was supposed to call up in regards to our initial ideas and the funny thing is that those initial ideas the process of setting those goals out um, and having that brainstorm the process of elimination then comes into play because things begin to, when you put those ideas out there, there are some ideas that are going to be more realistic than others, um, some ideas that are going to be more achievable than others and some ideas that are going to be more accessible than others. So naturally that process of elimination begins to happen. The beginning of May comes through and we have kind of like a relay meeting of, okay, what have we been able to establish from our ideas? We narrowed it down. I think initially we might have had like six ideas we narrowed it down to three or two and then that month was like wow okay it's a month to go Chantel what are we doing and it's crazy that the idea that we actually ended up landing on like was as can I say huge in my eyes at least as it was and the fact that it was able to be achieved but it was the most kind of accessible idea at the moment so we ended up landing on that final idea and I had so many other things around it, but I I had that 
I think actually no, I had two ideas that we ended up landing on and sticking with. One was in conjunction with this guy that I was telling you about and the other was a project with another establishment. I was like, okay, I've got my two ideas and then everything else in between, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. So we're sorted. So the time comes before it's time to leave. And in that process of that month, that was when I was kind of like doing fundraising, trying to, not even fundraising amongst family and friends. Actually, yes, I did. I kind of like found out who my bets were because money was not good in terms of work-wise. I didn't make the amount that I thought I would I would have made by the time the time came around. And that was another thing. It kind of scared me because I was like, oh my gosh, like I have no money. How am I going to make this possible? But I trudged on. I said, you know what? You're not going to stop this. You're going to find every which way to make it work. So I raised the money in different means, in different ways. And I wasn't scared to ask people. Normally, I'm not the type of person to ask people for money. But I thought, you know what? This is something that you're passionate about. Find every which way that you can to make this happen. Things like getting out loans. Because for me, and I'm not ashamed to say it, because for me, it was a thing of this is a dream. This is a passion. This is, if if there's anything that you're going to invest in, invest in yourself, invest in the dreams and the visions that God has given you. So... I managed to get enough funding and it wasn't the sum that I would have liked. One thing that I did do, even in terms of like the leisurely side of going to Kenya, I created a list. So I created a list, an Excel spreadsheet of the month that I would be leaving, the month of June. Um, I knew how my outgoings were. I knew what I needed to have in the bank for my bills to go through. I knew how much I would have left over to be able to use for spending money. I tried, I didn't plan, I tried to kind of get an idea up until, up until the point of my day-to-day spending, which didn't really kind of play out the way that I would have liked. I tried to follow it, but it didn't play out that well. So all of that came and the time came for me to come to Kenya, to fly to Kenya. And I was like, okay, when I landed in Kenya, I had an idea. I had reached out to some people in regards to the film project that I wanted to work to work with prior to me leaving Kenya and I have to say that a lot of this was down to the goodness of God and the grace and the favor and everything because things don't normally work out as well as they did in this particular situation but everyone who funnily enough the guy who I initially started with who I initially started planning this project ended up falling out in the last uh, the last minute and now this was like a couple days before I'm going to Kenya and two weeks before the project was actually to commence. So I was like, wow, okay, I need to find somebody else. He was supposed to be the DOP. I need to find somebody else. Um, but things really worked out in a way that I couldn't have asked for anything better. The The team that we ended up filming the project with were amazing. Um, there were some lessons that I learned on the way. For example, in regards to equipment hire, I really kind of didn't underestimate that. I underestimated how intensely... I would need to scrutinise that area of the project to make sure, because of course, if you have no camera, you have no film. With all that being said, once the day kind of, the, the days kind of came upon me, it was just, funnily enough, I was just kind of living life. It was a difficult um, line to cross or a line to to saddle because it was me acting as not only a producer so working with the logistics of planning the film 
and the production of the film rather as well as uh, the director so the person who was handling the creative direction and in this process I mean I feel like I I excelled at one more so than the other or kind of just did okay at both in regards to kind of meeting with the crew making sure everyone was okay making sure everyone knew what the agenda and what the plan was I would hope to say that we were all on the same page by the night before of the shoot the shoot went well I mean once we finally got to where we were going there were some hiccups like I say when it came to the equipment and I'm sure the crew will testify um but once we kind of got out of the city and into where we were filming everything ran smoothly and honestly I can just say but that that was by the grace of God and I also feel like for me a accurate depiction of that is when when your preparation meets God's timing or faith without action rather is dead so for me it was like the culmination of everything coming together and it was like God just sprinkling a blessing down on the fact that I actually not procrastinated for once took a step and did something that was on my heart and from that point every other stage thereafter I believe went well so I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys to be able to also share what I learned from the experience so I'm going to go through my points now as we've kind of talked through the story of how that kind of process of that project came to be of course the project is again is not completely finished because we've still got editing we've still got a first rough cut and sound design and um, distribution and all these other things but for the major part the production that is completed so I think the first thing that I would say that I learned through the process of working through a project and seeing it from the beginning stages inception to to completion the first step is to brain dump your ideas I had to throw everything on the table and decide what is it that I actually wanted to do? And there, like they say, no idea is a bad idea. So putting everything out there gave us the opportunity to be able to go through those ideas and decipher what was a good idea, what was a bad idea, what was going to be accomplished, what was achievable, what wasn't achievable. Um, but if we had never kind of like thrown the ideas out there in the first place, we wouldn't have what our final product is. The second step then is to flesh them out, brain dump, and then flesh the ideas out as you go along. Just the natural process of elimination will say that you will begin to get to that stage where things see are more possible than others, things are more practical than others, things are more financially workable than others. So definitely the idea that I was able to have a date that I was working towards was so crucial for me. And I need to find a book somewhere that will help me to learn about the way the different styles and the different ways that people work because honestly working with that kind of time limit I, I wish to kind of have that mindset when it comes to life because when I'm in a six month period so for now I'm in this long period where I'm trying to achieve uh, some certain things towards the end of the year um, and so it's a very long period and it's hard to kind of see where you're going and there's no kind of complete stop but maybe it might be that you might even need to create your own timelines, create your own pressure points that you're working towards. Put some actual dates. If it's that you need to block a flight to go somewhere so that you know that you have from A to B this point in time to achieve 
xyz then do that make those time constraints as necessary and as effective as possible so creating time constraints that allow you to work to a specific goal and then i think the fifth step for me i would definitely say is just do your best and run with it you're going to find that not everything is going to fall into place you're going to find that you're going to have mishaps you're going to find for example you might want to start a business you don't know where to start you don't know what you need to do you know you have a business idea but you don't know how to put yourself out there or how to get clients in the process of learning how to get clients maybe building a website getting your um material your marketing material out there you need to understand that that process is not going to be smooth sailing and not everything that sometimes I feel like as entrepreneurs we have this vision that is so big and so huge and the process like for example I'll give you my for me it was I wanted a drone I really love drone shots I love aerial shots but it just wasn't workable for me because a drone costs just under 100 100 pounds a day to rent in Kenya and it comes with a lot of other stipulations so I had to kind of find a workaround so I'd say that you need to do the best with what you have and just run with it just go with it as much as possible and I think as well I was reading a book earlier on today called to create and and the guy was saying that basically that the rates for failure are so high in entrepreneurship but it's only because that is the equivalent to it's equivalent to the, the nature of the business of entrepreneurship you need to fail in order to learn but it's just in that process what we need to learn how to do is to be is to decipher or to be um discerning what was what went right what went wrong are we seeking advice so now for me i know that in the next my next process my next film i'm going to take the information that i learned the things that i learned in regards to equipment, in regards to being able to potentially to have a producer so that I could solely work on, that I can solely work on directing those things and also seeking advice from people that have gone before so that I can know what to do differently next time. And again, not every failure is a failure as such. It's a learning process. Um, The last, I think this is the fifth tip. I really hope it is the last fifth tip is to work in silence. This is um, an approach that I adopted and I really feel that it it enabled me to just run with the vision without external pressure, without the need to make appearances of how I was achieving things and what I was doing. Work hard in silence for me is going to be my new motto when it comes to certain things. I do share, I share on my Instagram, I share on my YouTube page, on my YouTube channel but I think there are some things that for me, I'd rather just kind of keep to myself. Even my parents didn't know the extent to which I was working. And for me, I just prefer it that way. I prefer it that way. Too many cooks spoil the broth, number one. And everyone and their mom and their dad literally want to give you their two cents about what to do. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't seek wisdom and counsel, but when you have your mindset on something and when you have an idea, just go with it, run with it sometimes the less noise the better and sometimes listen people are trying to stop you from failing because they care about you but as an entrepreneur we need to embrace failure we need to embrace the fact that failure is part of it and I might not do things correctly and I might not 
and things might not pan out exactly the way that I want them to. Whether you embrace it or not, you'll learn it in the process. And so people trying to stop you from failing is actually creating a spirit of fear and um, anxiety and this kind of cautious mentality that doesn't necessarily work well with the with the characteristic of entrepreneurship so if I can just go through them again so number one was to brain dump brain dump all your ideas number two was to flesh out your ideas number three was to allow the process of elimination to set its course and set the goal before as you set the goal of time the process of elimination naturally takes its course four was to do your best and run with it and then number five was to work in silence work in silence allow the process to teach you what the process will teach you and I have an extra bonus one number six is know how you work so for me it was important to know how I work to know what I prioritise, to know what kind of work environment I desire. And also, again, in this process I'm learning, just to add a tidbit, is that I really want to learn how, if you're not good at something, bring others in and help them and allow them to input their expertise in that area. So when it comes to strategizing, when it comes to creating systems, that's not necessarily my strong suit. Does that mean that I'm not an entrepreneur? No, it just means that I need somebody in the room who knows how to create systems because that's when business takes its form. Yeah, so that's it, guys. I really, really hope you've enjoyed. I am praying, God willing, that I will be coming to you with more of these podcasts. Um, Please, you know what to do. Follow me on all the social platforms. Share this if it was informative. Please share with me your journeys as well. Encourage me um, in terms of what it is that you're doing and what you're trying to see. Um, and yeah, let's let's go on this journey together, guys. I really hope you enjoy it. Until the next one.